This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Uh, Municipal Affairs Minister Steve Clark, who I believe is out in Guelph because he's been meeting with the Large Urban Mayor's Caucus. Large Urban Mayor's Caucus. LUMCO, they call that. Don't you love acronyms? LUMCO. But I'm going to ask him because it must be something uh, after a week like this to go out and sit down cross table from people who run the larger cities of Ontario who have been told you got to find 4% in your budgets and figure out how to make this work. It's uh, it's not an easy thing to do. Nobody's going to argue that it is, but you got to do it. And uh, if you're Minister of Municipal Affairs, you've got to tell them, here's what we expect. Anyway, um, this is all about uh, Premier Ford's announcement that municipalities have been, are expected to trim an extra 4% from their budgets this year. And uh, I think you heard Danny say it in the news, and you've heard a lot of people say it, not least Mayor Tory over the course of the past week, that uh, when it comes to cities, unlike the province, you can't go out and borrow money uh, and and simply say, uh, there, we'll cover it that way and worry about it next year, because there is no legality to borrowing money. There's no provision for a city to go out and borrow money. city has to operate in balance. So they put together a budget, they meet the budget, and um, if they can't meet the budget, they find a way to do it. What's the way? Well, the simple way is to go and say, you, Mr. Taxpayer, you have got to pay the money, uh, so we're going we're gonna to levy an additional amount on you. No mayor wants to do that. Uh, and if you don't do that, you got to find things to cut. Those are the only two ways to do it. Well, we've got Minister Clark online. Uh, should I say Clarky? <laughs> yes, Germanator. Yes, <laughs> we. I'll, I'll explain that to the uh, the audience when we were together in uh, the legislature not that many years ago. Uh, if if um, Minister Clark walked in uh, and saw me, he'd say, "Hey, Shermanator," and I'd say, "Hey, Clarky." Right, exactly. And vice versa. So we're still that way. We are. I'm not being disrespectful to the minister, Steve. Definitely uh, not. Are you, I believe that you've been with uh, Lumco, the large urban mayors. I was. I was at LUMCO uh, this morning and, uh, you know, a frank meeting. Uh, but, uh, you know, the message that I had was uh, I understand as a former mayor and a CAO what you're going through anytime you have a the province that has a different fiscal year than municipalities make some serious decisions as we've made. I, I understand better than anyone the angst uh, and the anxiety that it causes and in some cases anger. Um, you know, my message uh, to the mayors this morning was that, you know, regardless of the discussion about the cumulative uh, decisions our government has made and how they impact municipalities, what I wanted them to focus on uh, was this year. And and for most of them this year, their overall budget, because of the changes this year in year, would be about a percent uh, or less of their operating budget. So I asked them to go back to the drawing board and look for efficiencies. I know some of them were talking about raising taxes or cutting services, but I, I really want to, to wanted to pledge to them today that given the challenging fiscal environment that the province had, that there was no more money. It wasn't a situation where I could go back and get more money. Everyone that receives a transfer payment has to uh, go through every line and every program in every budget, just like we did. And uh, I know it's challenging. I, I know it's difficult. 
but I, I, I look to, to have cooperation moving forward with um, the large urban mayors. Okay, and the large urban mayors are, there's been pushback before you ever even got to them. Now they're sitting there in, in caucus. There is no larger urban mayor, uh, and I don't mean that size-wise, but in terms of the clout that he carries than John Tory. And John Tory has made quite a fuss this week over the fact that he's got to find, depends on who you talk to, 130 or $170 million. And, uh, and the fact that there is no such thing as borrowing at the civic level. They've got to be in balance. So they've got those two options. They either go and they raise taxes or, or they cut costs. And, and, of course, they're talking about cutting costs because who the hell wants to raise taxes? What do you say to a John Tory or, or for that matter, a Jim Watson in Ottawa? Uh, and, and we could go on. Yeah, you know, Lumpco uh, has made its views very clear. I heard... Uh, their concerns both uh, this morning and before the meeting this morning. And, uh, I, you know, I understand exactly as someone who sat in their chair the challenges that this faced. But, you know, the status quo it was not sustainable for our government. And I know that change can be very difficult. And it's challenging for every one of those leaders in the room this morning and for their respective council. It's also challenging for our government. And we were elected on a, on a mandate to fix the fiscal mess we inherited. And we're asking every partner to do the same. And I know it's hard. I know, I know, you know, going up against the status quo is very difficult. But all I ask for our partners is let's concentrate on this year. For, for, for the most part, it's a, it's, it's quite a, a smaller number than some of the numbers that have been bandied about. In, in most cases, it's less than one percent. Let's let's deal with that issue by going back to the drawing board, and we're willing to help. You know, I was going to say, are you going to do some some uh, back and forth so that people can come to conclusions that are workable for both the province and the cities? Well, you know, I didn't want to create false hope, and I know there were a number of mayors who, uh, including Mayor Tory, who wanted me to go back to the cabinet table and 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 ask for more money. But in the in the challenging fiscal environment that we have, um, we we can't continue to go down the financial path that the previous government. We have to right the ship. It meant to make tough decisions, and I, I didn't want to cause any false hope. What I prefer is that uh, uh, some of the mayors, and in fact, some of them did indicate that they would use the independent experts that we offered earlier this week to go line by line. And and I, I realize that it is a difficult process. It, it's it's so difficult when you've already done your, your budget. I, I'd personally like to, to see that change. So that's I, you and the mayors, though, Steve. What happens when you get uh, a councillor, Joe Cressy, in Toronto, who's out there saying, if we do the cuts that we're going to have to do to health, public health, people will die. Yeah, again, I, I want uh, councillors like uh, Mr. Cressy, to look at the financial mess that we inherited and to look at those services people value the most, the services that he's talking about preserving, I think there's a path. I think there is an opportunity for us to look at the, the, this year and look at this year on its own to try to deal with that smaller number that every council could have a look at, and then we can have that larger conversation of what matters most to that councillor or his council or his community versus some of the fiscal challenges that we have. I still think there's an opportunity for us to work together, and and I, I, I want every council, and I know how difficult it is to go back to the drawing board and see if they can find that small number of around 1% to deal with this year's in-year challenges. There are some other challenges that some councillors are quoting cumulatively over the next three or four years. What I want them to concentrate on is just 
this year, and then we can have uh, continued consultations and continued discussions. Okay, let me, I've, I've got almost no time left, but I, I've been getting some flack on your Bill 108, particularly with reference to development charges and the way they're going to be changed to uh, include a new kind of a charge called a community benefits charge. And uh, the the this crossed our, our table and was on the air yesterday. Uh, some people are saying this is about making developers richer and taking away things that are required at the municipal level. And, and uh, a counselor who was sitting at the table said, well, I'm prepared to give the benefit of the doubt because we haven't got any regulatory structure to this bill yet. What do you say to, uh, to that kind of uh, overall concern? Well, uh, first of all, I want to say that uh, our government Currently believes that growth must pay for growth. Uh, I want to make it very clear that that came out during our housing supply action plan discussions. I also want to say that what I announced was consultation. We have not worked out the formula nor the cap for the community benefits charge. What I announced as part of Bill 108 is more discussion. And, and I want to make it very clear that things like libraries and community centers and, 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 and other services that councillors are cutting, saying that this is going to stop them building, it is still going to provide funds that will be able to be used for those very critical services that people need in the municipality. Um, and, and, and it is there, but it, it was a consultation. It was uh, an opportunity for us to s- discuss the formula, discuss the cap. Yes, I, I, I want to stop the days of Section 37. Let's make a deal politics. But that doesn't mean to say that the community benefits charge could not continue to fund growth-related pressures, including soft services that communities need. The only difference is, is there has to be some transparency. There has to be some accountability. And at some point, we have to talk about a cap for some of those uh, those other charges. We're not saying that they can't be built, but what we're saying is there has to be a limit. There can't be this let's make a deal planning that that continues. Okay. Uh, Good to have you on. We've taken a bit of extra time, but I think that last bit on uh, where you're going with Bill 108 was was quite useful, and undoubtedly we'll talk about it again. Thank you, Steve. Thanks very much, Peter. All righty. Steve Clark, Minister of Municipal Affairs of the Province of Ontario, joining us here on The Oakley Show. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.